We saw Mad Max Fury Road. First up, Mad Max Fury Road, bitch. Yep, that's like our first exciting summer movie to discuss. Yeah, and to, I guess which it's is a funny because we did see Avengers. Well, we did, and we talked about it last time. Yes, but I have to say this was a much more thrilling ride than Avengers was. Fuck yeah, kind of shits on Avengers. I think this is probably one of the best action movies of the last ten years or more. That's a bold statement. Not really. I mean, action movies kind of suck now. They're all PG thirteen. They all True. are kind of like fucking colorful, bing bong, like crash bang boom nonsense most of it's superhero stuff yeah so that's true. really this is really a the fucking it's an interesting sort of like ode to the ages and yes. then with a spin of like the modern day technology yeah. and the sort of scale and scope i feel like this is the movie that george miller always kind of wanted to make yep but just didn't have the bandwidth to do it because the scale uh, well, the, the movie's awesome. The movie's, for yeah, it got ninety eight percent by critics on Rotten Tomatoes. By critics, and I mean, I, I, I agree. And, it's, be, and it's the funny thing about so it is, good. it's an action movie first. That's the it thing. Is first. It's really not. It's not like there's this like drag out story, and you get this one really cool chase scene. Mm-hmm. It's mostly like a ninety minute chase scene, but there is still enough of a story there. And enough of like good performances right. there that it is, it carries you over. There's no like fucking end of the second act lull where they all sort of talk about their problems. And, and a 20 like, minute extra that's yeah. not, I mean, it's a very simple story. It's literally Charlize Theron plays Furiosa. Furiosa. Imperial Furiosa. And, and if those of you don't know the Mad Max uh, franchise, and it started, you suck. Yeah. First of all, you're stupid and it you suck. It started with Mel Gibson and it was an Australian film called Mad Max. Three was Australian first one. films. Yeah. Well, I think the last one was, was it Australian well, made? Still I think George it was Miller. Yeah, it was still George Miller. But, um, the second one was the road warrior, which kind of like when I was growing up was the one that was sort of the culty hit. And, and by that time, Mel Gibson was famous. And mm-hmm. when he first did Mad Max, he was only really known in Australia. He wasn't yeah. very well known. And by the time the road warrior came along, he was people knew him and it was very edgy and i mean it still kind of holds up but it, like you said this is almost like i would say because the third one sucked supposedly thunderdome or under the under the, yeah mad max beyond beyond thunderdome the thunderdome it's tina, tina turner. turner it's super 80s and there's like a theme song yeah we don't need another hero yep yeah but the the second one to me they sort of tapped into the integrity of the second one and so it's max who's this guy in an apocalyptic tom hardy is the actor who plays him right and like the mel gibson one where he's like they're all their goal is to get gasoline they're always on this this quest for gasoline and it's the desert freaking you know, wasteland Wasteland. It's like salt mine, desert yeah. fucking scenario. I don't know why the quest isn't for water, although they do touch on that in this version of it. Yeah. But it's, it's so, always been gas, though. It's always been petrol. It's always been petrol. And and Charlize plays like a female one who's sort of been assimilated into this gr- bad group of people. Yep. Um, and she's sort of like sexually ambiguity, ambiguous, 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 <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I think that's the point of her character because most of the women are either like sex slaves or fucking peasants or something. And yeah. sort of like who it, it's run by this character named Immortan Joe, 
which sort of looks like Skeletor and Darth uh-huh. Vader. It's an interesting mix of uh, sort of, uh, he has this sort of ventilator mask with these yep. teeth that are set into Ooh. it and this like pale, pale skin and this long fucking hair. It's a fairly interesting character. A very design. interesting character. I mean, the makeup, I mean, let's talk about, I mean, that's a whole other thing we can get into, but like, we will. But the, so her character has we see and and what i love about it too is there's no getting us into what's happening like the, like, the year is boom. this it's like, this year she's so this out. has happened no yeah it's well just- well you see max and he like the very beginning is so fast-paced and you see them him being captured like he's instantly captured like in the first <laughs> five minutes of the movie he's captured by this group and tries is- to escape and well, yeah, he's driving, and they like the, the the one part I didn't like is because he has this wicked car, and like literally it's totaled in the first scene, and he never gets to drive his car again. I, I was like, no, I wanted to see him tear up the landscape in that fucking badass like r- fucking muscle car, and it's literally the first scene, and then you see it again later, but it's some fucking Jamuk bad it's guy been driving created it. into something else. Yeah, yeah, and they're chasing them with his car, I'm like ah, but they, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, so he gets captured by this society. It's basically like a cult society and they're all they're painted in white and they have these black painted eyes and they really look sort of like mummy zombies yeah they do look zombies and they have these tattoos and they show him being sort of his hair being cut and tattooed and he he gets away from them momentarily and, and there's this little the whole chase sequence scene. is incredible. It's all sort of sped it's like up chore- film. It's well choreographed. The whole yeah. like dance of it. It's amazing. Yeah, because there's like 10 guys chasing him. And then he gets to the very edge of this giant cliff. There's a crane yeah. and he's shackled with chains. And so he jumps with his chains and loops them around the hook of the crane and gets away. But he swings out, which makes and him swing back, back in. Yep. And they're waiting there to grab him. And then they miss him the first time. And he swings back out and they get him the second yeah. time. And then they, the craziest part is when they, they get him and they're pulling him in and then one of them covers his face with like this weird fucking cloth. Oh, and it looks right. so like dehumanizing. It's just like that face gets covered. It's almost like a, like a thick, fucking saran wrap cloth thing and it just sort of like sucks onto his face you're just yeah, like oh, was, oh my god bleh. and then they start bleeding him they like harvest his blood he becomes a blood bag blood bag or blood He's bag literally or blood bag. Is, yeah. but so but after that opening scene cut to charlie's leave leading a posse with a war machine truck yeah, like a convoy and petrol convoy because they're gonna go fill up this yeah, war. it's called petrol. the it's called the war rig right and it's this giant oil tanker like semi semi truck oil tanker that's been sort of fitted with these gun turrets that used to be vw bugs. right that and was it's, cool it's all like transformers meets but it's like cooler than transformers because it's, it's all like futuristic fucking junkyard retro it's like retro. junkyard parts so everywhere. it pays out homage again to the original movies and then also like totally steps up like the fucking freak level of this stuff man i know just the conceptual design of the automobiles and then the Mm -hmm. characters and how it all stays true to the universe it's one of the most interesting things i think i've ever seen definitely the production design and like art direction the art direction is fantastic and she so she's leading this convoy and she takes a turn and like goes off yeah veers off and that happens like right away so you so here's the plot of the film 
she's escaping with what we find out to be the wives of this guy. And Morton Joe's has like these five pregnant. wives that he just uses to harvest children. But they call them the breeders, his top breeders. Yeah, these are my breeders, and that's my property, and your belly is my property. Right. Well, then also, when they're, as, as she's leaving, they cut back to like Immortan Joe's sort of like hideout HQ where he, his like throne is and stuff. And there's these like women just being breastfed. Oh, that was like, a very creepy scene. And they're like these giant, like three, 400 pound women yeah. with these pumps attached to their breasts. And they're just like milking these women for yep. the breast milk because it's a source of food, you know, because yeah. there's no food. So they're like milking women. And then he has this sort of giant sort of bank vault safe that he opens. And inside that there is where he keeps his wives. And right. they're all gone. They're all gone. And then he discovers them being gone. And at the same time, that little like primordial the blob dwarf guy. Dwarf guy. Who was the dwarf from Twin Peaks, the David Lynch Twin Peaks. Yeah. The original one. The original which one. Was, which is appropriate because that whole scene with the women being milked was very David Lynch. A lot, like it yeah. just had this very weird blue velvety kind of and it was not like paid to mind it. to like it was solely like an afterthought like, it, is, it wasn't yeah. like look at this look how weird this is no. it was just sort of like panning by it's yep. like women being milked holy fucking shit and they're like looking at the grade of the milk and then he takes a sip of it like, yeah it's really fucking you know gross it's creepy and weird and interesting and fucking cool and then they're on the chase and 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 Meanwhile, our friend Max becomes Nicholas Holt, who's one of these, Holt. like, Holt, sorry, who becomes one of these from, you know, X-Men and et cetera. And um, he he beco- he is one of the, the slave guys or whatever they are, his yeah, henchmen. One of the, uh, yeah. But, but he's sickly or something. And so well, he he's needs, the one who's getting Max's blood. He's getting Max's blood. And he literally, they just refer to him as his is his blood bank or his blood bag. And it's cool because the way they communicate with each other, the, the sort of like bad guys, they talk like, uh, the, uh, if you've read the dark Knight rises by Frank Miller, there's that the mutant gang. So they talk in sort of sentence fragments mm. and it's all sort of broken English. Like, yeah, slice dice. You're not ready. You can't go. You can't take the ride. I can take the ride. I got my blood bag or it's that kind of thing. Yeah, so they're yeah. kind of yelling and biting at each other back and forth. Yeah. It's kind of like, no, too weak. You can't ride. No, I'm ready for the big, Right, like, like it's, yeah. it's interesting sort of dialogue, and it's a lot like the mutant gang from mm-hmm. Dark Knight Rises, which is a really good graphic novel if you haven't read it, and which is a lot like David Manamet the way he speaks in his plays, and that whole thing was kind of influenced by that. Supposedly. Oh, okay. Side note, and then also the uh, his buddy is um, plays young Striker in X Men Days of uh, Future Past. In all of the X-Men. Yeah, he was in the X-Men first class, too. Was he? Oh, yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's... But you don't even recognize them. They're all, like, all with the white... Shaved and the heads. And they the have no heads. hair. They have no really... And nothing that would identify them as being an uh, individual. It's sort of like you're stripped of your individuality. You're given these sort of brands and these tattoos, like, on your forehead. And, like, everything you do is to get to Valhalla and to, like, die for Immortan Joe, who's basically treated as a god body. Mm. And, they're, like, the scene before, like, they cut... they uh, Furiosa veers off. There's a scene where uh, Immortan Joe, there's, like, these giant sort of uh ravine like 
water fucking systems and he turns them on and all like the peasants at the bottom they get like five seconds of water being surged yeah, on top of them which is almost worse than getting none and then he just cuts it off yeah. he's like don't worry friend and his voice like that voice yeah. that it's, it's cooler which than the which is an ode voice. to the the originals yeah and i mean it's hard to top that original from road warrior that just walk away yeah and he's fucking big and buff with yep. that, like metal hockey mask yep. and 100 degree heat it's an interesting like you know they really fucking stepped up from there it's cool and and so here we are on the road on fury road you know going through like yeah. really treacherous terrain well they get hip to her she's veering off she's going off yeah. and they're like okay get in and like and morton joe has his giant suck fucking like basically like a a mm. uh, a monster truck that has like a, a 1960s yeah. Cadillac Coupe de Ville on top of it. And then on top of that, there's like a second smaller cab that's been sort of like soldered onto the top of that Coupe yeah. de Ville. It's just really interesting. Well, like, and then the guitar player we have to mention. Well, there's so much though. <laughs> it's really like this movie is totally a feast for the eyes. Like it's the best way to describe yeah. it. You have to see it twice because there's so many automobiles. And once they get into that like convoy rush chasing after yep. the war rig, there's literally like 30 different cars. Each one is individually like made and designed Mm -hmm. and each person has their own fucking like steering wheel that's theirs and it's and that's a thing yeah they hold on to this they hold on they have to get it and like latch it onto the fucking drivetrain or whatever and then and like i was saying to you like the coolest part about all the accessories and the costumes, like every little thing looks like it has its own backstory. Yeah. Like every accessory, every set of like driving goggles or steering wheel yep. or fucking like little sidearm gun or holster. It looks like I got this off a dead body in the fucking ravine of right. fucking misery where we killed <laughs> or whatever the acid baths of Shangri-La or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's everything. It's, it's so detailed and it looks like it's all been used and worn and like it's right. really like has a fucking purpose purpose you know yeah and it was it's hard to do that in a movie and then a lot of times you don't really get to focus on them like they put all this work into props right and like they just sort of like skim over it but like in this you can really tell like they put a lot of fucking thought into you do kind of have to see it a couple times i to would go back and see it a second just time, to see the stuff just to that look at it again because it's really fast moving once they're on the tri- <laughs> on the chase everything's really fast paced and the action is really like, you know, no pun intended, high octane, like yeah. high octane. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, there's this giant sort of like r- fucking war music, and fucking guitar dump truck guy. guy. Yeah. There's this guy who's playing a guitar and he's attached to like a fucking bungee system. Yep. And there's a giant just sort of rack, like Marshall stack Flames behind coming him. out of it. Flames coming out of the guitar, all these speakers. And then behind that are these just like war drummers. Doom, yep. doom, doom. So it's like they're basically like, like a war convoy, yeah. like a fucking war parade, you yeah. know, going to war. It's interesting. It's incredibly well thought out. And and the fast, some of it, you're kind of watching how fast when they're chasing mm-hmm. how do they pull some of this shit off because it's mm-hmm. not C- i mean i'm not sure much. there's some cgi there definitely is yeah. yeah but there's a lot of it stunt work and like professional stunt drivers yeah and shit. like it's unbelievable and i saw some like pictures and stuff of the and there's this one stunt man who's retiring after this movie and he's worked on every single mad max really? with george miller and like he was like i think he was like the stunt advisor or something but he retired after this he's been doing it 40 years this stunt as a wow. stunt man you know 
And that's the other thing is that it is so high, like fast paced and stuff, but like the action never gets like cluttered or muddy. No, not like, at all. Uh, like Transformers, for example, where it yeah. just looks like moving metal and you're like, what, who's winning or like what's happening? Right. And that Michael Bay, like there's just too much, too right. many explosions. Like there's some, there's a, like a semblance of that, but it never gets cluttered to the eye. Like you always are like, whoa, fuck, holy shit. Yeah. You know, like you want to see it again. Whereas Transformers like, oh, I never want to see that again. I don't even know what happened. I, I don't know, even care. I don't, I don't care. I don't fucking care at all. Well, they keep the story very simple, but yet it works. And I mean, Max is this guy who's kind of like, you don't know what his story is. He Well, he ends up, so what happens is. And he's plagued by these voices and stuff, though. Like you yeah. see from the very beginning that he's sort of plagued by. Clearly, he like, like let down little, his family. It's like a little girl. His little version of himself. No, it's a yeah. boy. But is it a boy? Yeah, it's a boy. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like his child self, his inner child. And it like keeps him from like taking action. Like he almost right. gets away from the guys and then that the kid pops the kid up and it pops scares up and him. stops him. Yeah. And he's like, fuck. And then they grab him. You know what I yeah. mean? But it's all in his head. So he's definitely a troubled man, like on a journey to like escape his right. trouble. So the characters are interesting, but the story is simple. It's simple. But so Max ends up kind of you know, unwittingly sort of helping Charlize out because he's the blood, he's the blood bag yeah. with, and, and Nicholas Holt's like truck gets toppled and he ends up attached to him and he's like passed out Nicholas Holt. And, um, well, there's a giant electrical storm that sort of like, diverts the whole fucking war fucking train that's after them and everyone they get sucked up into the giant like tornadoes and there's fucking thunder crashing oh it's almost like a desert like sandstorm yeah it's like a desert sandstorm but it's also sort of electrical storm shamald sandstorm mixed with hurricane it's like some it looks like a fucking something that would happen after a a post-apocalyptic war right right thing like that's a storm that no one's ever seen seen before yeah Yeah. that happens all the time yeah you know and so after that Nicholas Holt's car is the only one that could get that like he's the only one that ended up keeping up with the war right. like, everyone gets lost in the storm and what happens is mm. I can't remember if he crashes the car or he crashes the I can't remember if he crashes it or Max crashes it but they end up crashed yeah and, and Nicholas Holt's passed out he's passed out and he's and Max is attached to him by like by an the IV bag and, and an chain. IV, but also on a chain, yeah. and, he, and then the and he has door, this metal mask. and he has a metal mask over yeah. his face. So he ends up at the war rig, holding Nick, like carrying Nicholas Holt over yeah. his shoulder, a door of uh-huh. a car, and like a chain and a metal mask a metal over his face. And there he is with the girls all getting water all over themselves. Well, yeah, he sees them. Up. Like that's why you were running away because there's these like yeah. five girls, and they're all in like pure white. Yep. It's like very symbolic of what they are. Right. who they are and like how they're different from the rest of this world yeah and yeah someone was saying i read an article like in their little sort of lockdown place there's a like a piano and there's artwork and right. it's like the only it's like the last pieces of culture uh-huh. are like sort of in this place with these women where he keeps them so they don't get hurt and they're not touched by anybody else right and so and then he sees them and they were hiding out in the in the fucking cab of the war ring. yeah and they're cleaning themselves off and he, he kind of comes upon them and what's her name? Uh, Charlize is yeah. like going to kill him. Like they go, they start instantly they fight. Blows. They instantly, yeah. And that's a good fight. I mean, yeah, and what was awesome. really cool about that was 
whenever they do a fight where it's sort of like crossing that tube taboo of a man beat, you know, hitting a woman and they're going toe to toe. I've never seen it done this way where you sort of lose sight of any of the taboos or mm-hmm. what if it matters because you you realize you're sort of in this post-apocalyptic world where sex is like the, the those things don't have the same sort of meaning except no. for the fact that they're still being sex breeded. Yeah. But, but outside of that, she's equal in many ways. Well, it's so much about survival that it doesn't really yeah. matter. There's not like the stigma isn't behind it because the stakes are so high. So it's not like, oh, you got slapped by a girl. Oh, no, like, there's no, no, yeah, they're fighting. I mean, he, he wins. He ends he's up bigger, winning, but it keeps but shifting. It shifts and she's yeah, a good fight. On top, she and then she's sells on top, it. And she has this, this metal arm. Like she has oh, yeah, a prosthesis. She's missing an arm. Yeah. And, and it's replaced with like a metal brace. Metal pres- brace yeah. hand that she can Mechanical. use. Mechanical. Yeah, yeah. It's usable. But uh, yeah, and it's funny because yeah the stakes are so high that it doesn't really matter what sex you are and she has a shaved head and she has like the top of half of her face covered with like axle grease right like, black paint and so yeah you don't really think about it and it keeps shifting and then then she's on top and then he's got her and then she punches him right back in the face yeah. and it's really interesting to watch and the whole time he like nicholas was starting to wake up and stuff and right so you don't know who's the enemy and, he's is. The t- and then he sort of wakes up and then hits it. like and then all of yeah. a sudden like who's on top here and it 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 ends up being that they all sort of help help each other well down the line another interesting part was when mad max wakes up and and what's his name nick uh holt is uh passed out in the car and the car's like completely like submerged in sand right so he has to dig him up out of the sand and they're attached and so what he does is there's a little sawed off shotgun and he like grabs grabs the gun and like holds it up to the the nicholas holt's arm to like literally just like shoot his hand off so he can free himself from being attached to him and he pulls it and like it fizzes out yeah yeah. Like doesn't shoot and that's a stupid that's another like nod easter egg to the road warrior right where he gets the, the they give him these two shotgun shells and one of them's like all dried out and it just yep. crumbles in his hand and that was a funny nod because in road warrior he uses that sawed off shotgun like that's the whole right movie. yeah it's he does weapon, yeah it's his weapon much. uh and he has the dog in that his one dog, too yeah. yeah but it so one of the things uh, i mean the fast pacedness of it is really incredible. Like the way they stage and choreograph the fight sequences and just like, so, and like he, there's, so, I think there's a quote in the beginning where it says it's all about survival or he says it, it's like the, all it is, it, is yeah. just about survival. And you can see that so much in that scene, what you're talking, the scene yeah. you're talking about when he's just with complete, like automatic precision about to shoot the guy's hand off yeah he'd literally so quickly and just picking everything up and like just it's literally about keep moving keep moving to survive Mm -hmm. in a way you just you don't see in other kind of survival things it's very advanced and it's very smart science fiction too when you think about it it's apocalyptic but it's really science fiction too yeah it's like futuristic yeah and um it, there's so much in here. There's so much of this. Film. Yeah, I mean, so like, they lose them the first time through the electrical storm. But then basically after the fight, Max is like, I'm taking the war rig. I'm leaving. But then there's this sort of like uh, emergency s- switch system on the car that just and he disables can't take it. it. Right. And so they have to sort of agree to disagree him and Charlie Theron. And they end up sort of working together. And he's sort of just doing it for his own 
needs to get away from right. the group because he wants to survive, but it's not really like, let's work together and be like friends, you know? Right. And, and meanwhile, Nicholas Hout is left behind mm-hmm. and he sort of rejoins the war, his, the bad guys, mm-hmm. but he will eventually, he eventually turns yeah, because like, he ends up like he has a piece of one of the girls like swaddling clothes or whatever. So he can show them and that he, he shows saw it them. to him yeah. on Joe and he's like, look, look, what could I have? And like, really they treat this guy, Joe, like a God. And so when he, like, you remember he makes eye contact with uh, Nicholas. So when he's driving, he's like, he looked at me. Yeah, he looked he right thinks at he's me. A, it's like, he's a rock star. Yeah, he's, he's literally like, he's a rock like a star. God, a God. Though, like a fucking like man, Jesus walking kind of thing. Right. You know? It's interesting. Well, and what was all, the like, thing with the silver paint around their lips? I don't know. It's a thing of, it's like a sort of like dying, ceremony thing like they spray their i don't know if it's paint or if it's like a drug but yeah. they spray their mouths with this like literally looks like silver spray paint like right. Krylon, and they do it like right before they go like do a jihad like yeah, yeah another cool thing were those like fucking grenade spears there's these weapons yes. that they kept using and it's like these spears and at the end it's like a fashion bomb and so when they th- chuck the spear it just explodes on the car yeah. and you see that like and there's all these different little tribes like those guys oh, that right. look like Tuscan Raiders that were going to attack the war rig when she oh she makes the road. a deal they, they they do look like Tuscan Raiders so she so she gets through this like canyon area that literally it does a lot of it looks like tan- Tatooine like yeah. the set like the at the you know the the desert look and everything but she's in sort of this canyon area that literally looks like that scene in Star Wars mm-hmm. and there's they she's made a deal with these guys for the petrol yeah and they come but they say to you cross. didn't tell us there was going to be a big war party yeah and she ends up like having to take off and then now she's got them on her back them like, too yeah and they're fighting they end up fighting the other war party and they they sort of they either blow up or shoot out this this sort of arc of the the passage this like rock arc and it collapses and like sort of blocks the the passage of the whole war party behind them and so they have time to get away and they they end up uh, and morton joe uses his um monster truck to go over it right. and so it's just the one truck chasing them at this point but the rest of them get over it yeah but they yeah. have to clear the passage to get through so at the right. time because remember he's chasing them and then they have the one woman is pregnant when one of the one wives is pregnant, pregnant yeah and she sort of like sacrifices herself to like get away in a sense yeah she's sort of like stopping uh them from shooting at the truck by like putting her body out the right. front because she's pregnant with his kid and uh she ends up getting killed too she ends up getting crushed uh when the when the thing cra- when the truck crashes yeah. into the side of the wall the uh, rock face and uh yeah she loses the baby too when they like sh- they deliver the baby but it's yeah dead. In, like, and he's the pissed truck. and it was a male baby and they're like backdoor medicine yeah surgery it's like fucking nasty i know yeah and then nicholas hout is on is back with charlie's and mad max because but he's sort of hidden in the back and they don't know he's there and one of the girls finds him and he's sort of like he, it's like he's disheartened from yeah the, yeah 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 he turns he has like a turnaround of like fuck because well, they turned on him yeah he's like gonna go do it he's gonna go help them out and mm-hmm. they fling him there but he misses and like smacks and like drops the gun and drops the fucking 
the cloth or whatever and like ends up getting thrown off and they they're just like you they're failed like, oh you failed, you well, failed there's or, a word what is the word he says like unworthy or mm-hmm. something like yeah something like that not good or something like that yeah you failed me forget it and he's totally disheartened but so there so now there's this like little unit together working together and we find out that they're going to where Charlize was born, which the, was supposedly this beautiful green. They called it the green place. Yeah, the green place. And that's where Charlize sort of sold the girls on going. Like, right. I'll take you to this place where I was born and raised before I was captured. Yeah. And I guess it was like a place of all women because you find out later when they get there, she's like, this is it. And there's like a woman naked in a tower. And Mad Max is like, that's bait. That's bait. And it's funny because he has like maybe 50 lines. Yeah, he doesn't speak the, a lot. In the whole movie. But you really feel for him by the end. Yeah. Like, you know, like eh, this, is not a, this isn't a Mad Max movie. Like, no, it's, it's a Mad Max yeah, movie Yeah, it's for a Mad sure. Max movie. And, uh, but before they get there, remember they go through that area with the crows that's like this muddy yeah. like swamp land. And apparently that's what it turned into. Yeah, and there's these like crow men on stilts yeah, that was trudging so through the mud. Yeah, it reminded me of like Labyrinth or the Dark Crystal or something. Like, yeah. one of, like a Jim Henson thing or something. It oh, was really cool. The production design on it was incredible. But so they go, they go past that area. They don't know what it is. And they find this woman who's bait. And then they, then these old women on bikes show up. Motorcycles with guns. Like old women. We're talking 65 plus. But they have long hair and they're like these tough Aussie broads Mm -hmm. and And taking care of themselves out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. They're like these like scavenger tribes women and they have like old guns. Yeah. Where they're really good shot with. Yeah. They're really, they can take care of themselves. I mean, it's definitely a very very girl power movie, but not in a like ram it down your face. We did this on purpose yeah. way. in a, like a, in a very sort of clever, but it all makes sense. It all works together. And it's this, and, and like, here's what could become in the future. Everyone has to survive in their own way. And so they, they kind of, now they're teamed up with these older women mm-hmm. and, Max convinces them that they have to go back to the Citadel. Well, Max was going to leave because he was like, okay, we're leave. free. Those guys got stuck in the mud back in that fucking like crow swamp, night which used swamp to be the area, green place. which was, and that's what Charlize finds out once they meet up with the old women. And yeah. she has this total like sort of meltdown, like breakdown. And she's like, well, we got 160 miles worth of gas. We're just going to go as far away from this place as we can. And Max has been like making this map on a piece of fabric, like from all his travels. Right. And he's like, if you go this way, it's just salt. Like yeah. 160 miles that way where you're going is salt. Die. But if you go back that way, there's green and there's water. He's like, yeah, it's a Morton Joe's hideout. And you have to go through them You'd to get to, go to back. it. They have to merge with them mm-hmm. and fight them again. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, there's, you know, there's either nothing nothing or the chance of something right you know and so they all decide to turn back with the war rig and like they have some ammunitions and yep. some weapons and they all decide to work together to go and at back this point and, nicholas Hotes on their side yeah and, he's on the side and yeah. he's willing to help them and he sort of has this thing with one of the brides one of the yeah yeah but and and so they end up having to go back and face the guys and, and it's like epic proportions, epic proportions and the epic chase battle scene. Yeah. Cause it's not just like a fight scene cause everything's moving. Yes, everything's still everything's moving. constantly moving. You barely have breaks. So like you're not only is it like a badass sort of like, you know, a siege fight scene, but it's also on, you know, vehicles that are moving at 
an 80 clicks or whatever, you right. know, 100 clicks, 100 miles an hour. Yeah. You know, and there's these giant sort of like swaying beams that they that used to sort of. That was one of the really cool like things. These weighted beams on the back of these trucks, and on the very top is like a fucking psycho guy. Right. And so it like leans into the truck and he grabs one of the brides and then it pulls back up again. Yeah. And then he drops her off. So they keep leaning on the truck and then they get on there yeah. and they're like, ah, and they, the old ladies are shooting them and yeah. they have these weapons and a couple of them die. Yeah, and, you some know, make it and some don't. Yeah, but, like uh, as it would be, you know. Yeah, as it would be. And but and that's that's the film. I mean, and they end up getting there with losses, but with, and and it ends with Max kind of going off on his own into the you know well the scene where Charlize ends up sort of killing Joe is really cool yeah because like the war rig's like right on top of uh, his monster truck and it's like ramming into them and there's these guys on, from behind and the guitar guy's there too and his truck's there and that guy ends up getting killed too the the, the guitar fucking guy's truck ends up crashing yeah. with all the speakers and shit and then uh, what happens is Charlize sort of gets on the car and one of the wives is in the car with Joe and he's gonna like take her and kill her and whatever and she has one of those like grappling hook sort of like car wenches and she just says to him like remember me and she hooks the fucking uh car uh, grappling hook onto his little ventilator yeah. mask and it like rips the whole yeah. bottom of his face off and you, you see it very quick but it's completely gory yeah. but it's so f- such a flash of action that you don't really like it's not like you know holding onto it but you're still you see it all of it you're like whoa right. fuck that is intense and he just like instant death you know probably broke his neck and like tore the whole bottom jaw off his yep. face and stuff it's epic and then it's she huge. brings his head back to the citadel they his whole body back because yeah. it's he's, it's on top of the car and under a white sheet and uh, the the whole like drawbridge sort of ma- like engineering that they use it's all like done to get by into foot the power city, to yeah. like raise and lower the cars into yeah their little city yeah it looks kind of like temple of doom it like looks the like little medieval. boys like yeah running the- these giant sort of spin wheels and it's all yeah. just like a hundred feet pushing this giant spin which lowers it and there's these giant like fucking buff guys in leather aprons and gas masks and they have the giant levers and all these children it's like the children that are covered in white with the black eyes i'm not sure what the cult is called i wish i can't i don't know i don't know what the group is called i could refer to him as that but i don't know but yeah they use that and they're lowering the drawbridge and then that little dwarf guy's like wait stop like who's in there it's because it's joe's car but it's max and he gets out and he gets on the hood and he like removes the sheet and they show Joe from like afar and you see like his tongue sort of hanging out just loose yeah and they're like Joe's dead Joe's dead and all the fucking peasants rush the car and they're being hoisted up on the the drawbridge mechanism thing with the car because they haven't been allowed in no no of course not yeah they were kicked off when they were trying to get up before yeah and so they all get to kind of go up to the top where they've never been allowed before and and as they're going up it's uh, Charlize and all the wives and a couple of the older ladies that survived and they're going up and then she looks down and Max is in like the crowd of peasants and like yep. he's not there and How he's not like he reaping there? the rewards. Kind of, like, he kind of like got down yeah. while they were raising it up, I guess. Because he was like, on the there truck. There he is in the f- yeah. crowd. Yeah. And he just sort of looks up and then they just have a moment looking at each other. And yeah. And then just and, takes off. Yeah. Go, and then he gets lost in the crowd pretty much. Yeah. Which is like weird because it's, it's weird because the movie resolves, but like he is not resolved no. clearly. And he even says to her like this, well, if we go back and take over Joe's place, you have a chance for redemption because right. that was her thing is like redeeming herself and getting 
getting redemption. Oh yeah, she wanted redemption. That yeah, was and he's big like, thing. you can get redemption this way. Is yeah. what he says. But to he her. hasn't gotten whatever. We don't. No. We, this is up for the next movie. That's to the find funny out thing is that like happen. it's unsettled for Max. Like yeah. the fact that he's willing to like leave through a crowd of thousands of people and just walk away from it all just like yeah. it's giant victory for the all the people he's willing to walk and go away out from it. where he said there was nothing yeah like That's so where's he going he's like where's he going because he said this is the only place that there is any kind of resources yeah as far as he knows yeah so he's maybe he's willing to just keep fucking Looking. adding to that yeah. map he wants to add to the map man yeah. it's interesting because they just announced that there's going to be a sequel to this mm-hmm. and it's called mad max the wasteland so okay. like that's clearly what's happening you know is anyone from this existing film in maybe, it? maybe maybe charlie's i don't know how they would tie her back in the story in, yeah. but probably you know it's good it's really good i'd give it a 9.5 maybe yeah, a 10 give it like a nine and a half 10 yeah. eight, 9.8 yeah. like there's nothing about it as an action movie that i would complain about you know i i don't think or as i would movie. either i mean like it's better than some like oscar worthy movies it really are, is it's, it's more tight. entertaining it's tight it's really well edited yeah there's nothing in there's no scenes that you're like oh that could have been totally left out you know i don't need to know about your like first love and before no, everything no. happened the and, script is tight the story it moves and quite frankly, if they weren't so prejudiced about the genre in award ceremonies, it should be an Oscar contender. Well, it's worthy of being an Oscar contender from like a production, production value. wardrobe for sure, makeup for sure, effects for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Cinematography. Yeah. There's a lot of things that, uh, there's that movie so many things. could be nominated for. And it's like 40 years in the making. Yeah. You know, he, start, he made the first one 40 years ago. The last one was made in like 85. Was that when it was made? Wow. Or 87 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, Tina Turner 80s era. Yeah. And so you wait all this time later. And did you know that they finished, they wrapped this movie in 2012. Like this movie was finished what? shooting in 2012. So all the post was done for two years, three I don't know years? if the post was done. It probably might have been done. It's just, you know, things get pushed back with yeah. release and stuff. I think a lot of it was probably that in itself. It was just like, wow. when do we release this and getting it right with the studios and yeah. that sort of thing. So it didn't get released till, because I remember hearing it being shot like Tom Hardy's Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, And that like was a long time that, like, ago. Years That's ago. True. Like, four years ago I remember hearing Tom Hardy's gonna be Mad Max and I was like that's a good idea yeah it's, and he I does mean, he, he's great in it he see we owns it and I believe him yeah I totally believe him I, and it's a refreshing change from the Avengers shtick and the which, Marvel Universe in the Marvel Universe yeah. and it's it's really it's smart apocalyptic it's smart action it's smart everything and it's, it's just, not cheesy there's no like cheesy jokes and it's it's still rated r it's not like we could rate it up or we're gonna keep it pg-13 nope, nope. and like granted pitch perfect like made 70 million dollars but course, this one still made like 45 yeah million. it made it, or, it made a good amount yeah, of money and i think it will continue to make money throughout the summer i'll tell you you know like walking dead fans will like it yeah because it's you know people especially early adapters of people who are on walking dead from the first season from the pilot on will love this movie and game of Thrones fans will like yeah it, game know? of Thrones fans will if, like if it if you like dramatic tv with you know cool fight scenes and action scenes you're gonna like this movie yeah and there's nothing really that i could say that like bothered me about no it. i can't either i actually think i would give it a 10 because it was so prompt it really sort of stuck to like the very <laughs> base story yeah. and then the characters were interesting enough that that carried through what was like already you already sort of knew what was going to happen in the beginning but you didn't mind because the 
characters were interesting and the action was really good. Yeah. And the acting was really good. The acting's really good. Charlie's yeah. is great. And the detailing, great. like Everybody's I said, great. the accessorizing and the designing of the different cars and the costumes. Yeah. It should be nominated for costume design. And production design. Yeah. And, and art makeup. design. And makeup. And yeah. All right, folks. All right, jerks. All right, jerks. This has been another in. episode of the Herald and the Schmodcast. The Schmodcast. Thanks, audience. Toodaloo, jerks. See you, jerks.